a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How do you make sure your internship program is a good idea for both you and the bright, eager students who want to be part of it? That's what we'll be discussing on this special live edition of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Jared Dovers, and joining me today is Amy Byers, Director of Marketing at Murfreesboro Electric Department in Tennessee. Thanks for joining me, Amy. I'm happy to be here. We are recording this in front of a live audience here in Huntsville, Alabama at our annual Story Connect conference. So when I say something funny and you hear people laugh, that's the audience. If I say something funny and you don't hear anyone laugh, something is clearly wrong with the audio feed. (laughs) All right. Amy, let's talk about internships. Why should a member services, customer service, or communications department have an internship program? Well, for us, it's really kind of a try-before-you-buy situation. Um, And it's not just, you know, the departments you name. We do it a lot with our engineering department as well, bringing in the interns for that. But it's really a chance for you to get to know the person, for them to get to know you. It's kind of a win-win for both parties. You know, for the the student that's coming in, you know, they may be all gung-ho that, you know, engineering or marketing or whatever is what they want to do with their life. And then they get in there and they see the reality of it and they're like, I don't know that this is what I really want to do. Um, or they could get in there. You know, we have a lot of engineers that come in, in uh, through the internship program that are in school. Um, with electrical engineering, you know, you, you kind of take um, just kind of generic courses at the beginning, and then you have to decide if you want to go into power, you want to go into electronics or another type of field. So we can get those in early, and they can decide if power's the path for them or if, you know, this isn't what they want to do. You know, they can kind of change their course uh, before they get too far down that down that road a little bit. So it's a win-win for everybody. For us, um, you know, we can get someone in there. If we feel like they're a good mesh for our organization, you know, we'll keep bringing them back. We'll say, you know, come back when you're on Christmas break, come back next summer. And then when they get ready to graduate, um, you know, we'll offer them a job. We have a lot of people that started out through, you know, part-time job or internship program. I actually started 30 years ago at Murfreesboro Electric as a part-time worker. It was my part-time college job. Uh, Our current CFO, the same thing. It was her part-time college job, and she just kind of, we grew up through the ranks and into what we have today. So, um, you know, it's a good program. It benefits really everybody. Okay. So this is definitely near and dear to your heart then. It is. It is. That makes sense. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what uh, or how you guys got started with the communication internship program or in mm-hmm. the internships in your marketing and kind of how maybe you do that and what those people do and what that what that's like? Well, I think for us, kind of where we, um, you know, I've, I've had part-time workers over, over the years. Um, lately, we've gotten really more focused in it. So a lot of times I would just bring people in part-time to help me with events or help me with you know, just the kind of the day-to-day stuff you really don't want to do and, sure. you know, have somebody. But right now, we have a need. We have a need to really start uh, promoting our programs and stuff through social media. And we really don't have anyone on staff that has the time to devote 
to social media. We all kind of, you know, I have a very small, as, as a lot of utilities I think do, we have a very small marketing department. There's three pe- three full-time workers, uh, including myself in my department, Absolutely. and we all dabble with social media. Right. Um, of course, I'm the, I'm the old person in the department, so I do the least amount of dabbling, but, uh, you know, I have two uh, young, young uh, people that, that, you kind of know it more than I do, so I've kind of pushed it to them. But they have full-time jobs. You know, one of them is our key accounts manager. One of them is our energy advisor. They don't have the time to devote to social media. So um, being that we're a college town, we have Middle Tennessee State University uh, right next door. Um, we're, you know, can bring somebody in through the internship program and let them devote their time to the social media and, and other things that we do really kind of um, – delve that out a little bit, maybe work on our um, website. You know, I would love to have some, you know, blogs. I know our energy advisor would like a blog to talk about sure. energy efficiency and, you know, someone to set all that up. Um, and then if if we like them, if they're a good fit, then we're, we'll look at hire them full time. You know, if they're not, then we'll kind of throw them back and start <laughs> over right. and start the process over, you know, until we find somebody. So it's really... For us, you know, kind of a try before you buy. And and to make sure that that is a full-time job. You know, the question, you know, that, that management has is, you know, they're kind of like, is social media really a thing? You know, do we need someone to do it full-time? You know, and so it, it allows us to get someone in there to show, yeah, we can make this a full-time job. Excellent. Uh, so you mentioned that you have a, a college there right mm-hmm. near you. Yes. So that brings me to how do you, how do you find these interns? How do you get them and hire them mm-hmm. and kind of what's that process? Um, for us, we start with career fairs at the university or we will put the posting in the job placement with the you know department of the university or we'll go to that particular department um, or word of mouth. You know, I, sure. I, um, I actually have a daughter that's in college right now. So her friends that go to MTSU, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for this. Get the word out for me. Um, for our engineers, Mil. Um, Middle Tennessee State does not have an engineering program, electrical engineering program. So when we're looking for engineers, we can't really, you know, stay home. We have to kind of go out for that. For, so for that, we go, the closest one to us is Tennessee Tech, which is in Cookville. So we will do the career fairs there. Um, what we have found for people who don't have a college in their town, if you'll go to the nearest college town, there's going to be someone in your community that's in school over there sure. and is looking to come home for the summer and need a summer job. Um, and, and they're looking for that. I know, uh, my, my daughter goes to, uh, Mississippi state. So when she went to her first career fair, I told her, I was like, you need to look for the jobs that are in Nashville because that way you're kind of making more money because you're not having to pay rent or that type of thing. You can stay at home and work. And, and, and so you have a lot of students that are looking for that outlet. So don't be scared to go, um, outside your community, outside your town to look for these because chances are they're looking for a way to come back home for the summer. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what would you say to someone who is listening to the podcast today and is thinking, oh, we don't have an internship program, maybe there, or maybe there's an engineering internship program, mm-hmm. but they don't have anyone in communications or right. marketing, right. and they're kind of wanting to, to get this started, to pitch this mm-hmm. to management. What would, right. you, what would you say to them? Well, I would say, you know, first of all, the way that the internships usually work, it's, it's kind of a summer Thing. A lot of times people are looking for internships for the summer. Well, what happens in the summer? Your staff's going on vacation. You're looking for yeah. people to fill in here and there. You know, it's a great opportunity to get someone in there, you know, to help you through the summer mm-hmm. um, 
rush that you have, you know, the, the problems you have in the summer. And it's also for, I know for the um, employee, it's kind of fun. We kind of look forward to the summer. You know, we're like, oh, we're going to get these new kids in here. They're, they're usually kind of funny in their own way, you know, yeah. and, and bring a little youth. And, 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 you know, we used to have this one, and I called her our little ray of sunshine that would come every summer and just made summer a little brighter. So, um, you know, you'll, you'll get those that, that really kind of um, make things a little lighter and easier and a little funner in the summer. And then the the flip side of that is that someone to share that workload when you've got people going on vacation and and I think too don't be scared to you know if I get someone in marketing you know or if you get someone in the accounting department or whatever you know I'm a big proponent to let them learn other areas you know the okay. very first thing I do with my marketing team when I hire a new employee I have them do a stint of training with engineering and with operations. Um, with the customer service, you know, so they can see all the os- aspects of a department because I think that's really important for the marketing and communication communication people is we need to be able to tell our story and to tell our story, we need to know all aspects of the story. So, you know, the employee needs to know what a guy wire is, what a transformer does. They need to know the problems that customers are coming in with when they're calling the customer service. They need to know why the bills are high. They need to know all of these things. And um, so I think cross-training throughout the departments is a good thing, and that's a good thing to do during, during the summer months as well. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. That's mm-hmm. a that's that's great advice for anyone who's looking to do it or already has it. So. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. And I believe we have some questions from the audience to go ahead and get started. So um, let's see. Are the internships paid? Good question. We do pay our interns. Um, And and I am, I will tell you, I'm a big proponent of that. Um, You know, I said that this was my part-time college job. I was a mass communications major at MTSU. I applied for all sorts of, you know, internships, but they were all unpaid. Right. Well, I had to pay for my education. I had to pay for my apartment. I couldn't have an unpaid. So I could not go out and get an internship in my field because I needed money. So I'm a big proponent for paying these kids. And, you know, I I think it's good for them. I think you're giving back to your your community by doing that. You're helping them out. You're being a good steward to uh, to the future, really, to pay these interns. So, I, you know, you don't have to pay them um, a ton. You know, you don't have to pay sure. them $20 an hour. But, I mean, I think if you give them a good fair wage, it's going to benefit you. You're going to get more out of them because it's going to be hard for them to come in there and do filing for free. Yes. Because, um, you know, a lot of things that you have an intern do is not necessarily in their major. You know, you want to sprinkle some of that in there, but the reality is a lot of times you're going to have them do the things that you don't want to do. That's absolutely and, right. And that may be filing or whatever, and it's hard to get someone motivated to do that for free. Uh, I agree. That makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Um, how often would you say that you end up hiring your interns full-time across all your departments? Across all the departments? Um, I would say probably... I'm going to say probably 60% of the time. Okay. Um, sometimes, you know, they just want to do one stint and they're gone. Uh, sometimes we, we had this one, uh, I'll use her as an example. We, she was in our engineering department. Um, of course, female engineers are hard to find. Female engineers with a personality sometimes are hard to find. And we loved this girl. Like, we loved her. She was, came every summer. She came over her Christmas break. Um, she was just phenomenal. She got ready to graduate, and we were right there 
first in line with our let offer letter. You know, unfortunately, for as and I know we all uh, in the utility industry struggle with this. Um, you know, you, you're not going to make as much sometimes in the the public sector sure. as you do the private sector. So we wanted her so bad. We gave her her our best offer. And um, she had another pri- a company in the private sector offer her right out of college too. You know, offer her fifteen thousand more than what we could even think about offering her. Sure. So that was a, a sad day for us. But you know, we really, if they're a good worker, we're going to make a place for them. Now we have uh, several that um, come in and they just don't mesh with the team, or they think they're. Um, I think a lot of times. Uh, this generation will come in and they think they need to to do the hard stuff right away. You know, they want to be challenged, challenged, challenged. Well, you know, in, in a regular working world, sometimes you're challenged and sometimes you're not. Um, and as an intern, sometimes we're going to give you projects that may be a little bit more challenging. And sometimes we're going to give you, um, stuff that no one else really wants to do. And you need as an intern, if there's any interns listening out there, as an intern, you need to face both of those with the same enthusiasm because the employer is sitting there watching it. And so if you're going to grumble and be like, I I think I'm too good for this, I don't want to do that, you know, we're not going to ask you back. And we have had that happen a lot. You know, we are pretty laid back. We have a lot of fun at work. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not always go, go, go. Um, But you don't need to take that as a, I can just kind of do my own thing and be kind of lax because we won't ask you back. So we're not scared to not ask you back. We don't feel any obligation. But if you are knocking it out of the park, we are going to do whatever we have to do. We have one in our IT department that has come in that is in school in Chattanooga. We actually let him do some contract work from school uh, because he's that good. And we want to make sure we maintain a connection so when he graduates – we can hire him. That's excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you, Amy, uh, for the conversation, and thank you to our audience. Um, This is Amy Byers, uh, Director of Marketing at Murfreesboro Electric Department in Tennessee, and I'm your host, Jared Dovers of WordSouth, and until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company.